Hello, everyone. This is Kathy with Backyard Columbus, and this is episode 10 on the riveting subject of lawn reduction. Why do you have so much grass? So this is, uh, I've done several takes on this subject already. I honestly thought it was going to be pretty quick and short, and I went on just a lot of different paths trying to make my point and uh, to beg you not to have so much lawn. So I will say I am not going to bog you down with a lot of stats on this. Uh, you can look all that up and I'm going to bore you with it anyway. The only number I'm going to give you is 40 million acres in the United States are dedicated to lawns. So that does include golf courses and commercial properties, but that is a lot of lawn. Now, I, it's not that I don't appreciate driving through a neighborhood and seeing, seeing a well-kept lawn, but I've kind of brainwashed myself. Now I get a little bit judgy about it. And so if you are one of my neighbors listening to this, I am not judging you. Everybody does what they can do. Okay. If you don't have time to do anything else and you just want green grass and call it a day, uh, I do get that. But this episode is dedicated to kind of hoping that you will reconsider a little bit and maybe a little less lawn, a little more nature. So when we bought our house, I've shared this before, when we bought our house, it was just a bunch of green grass and five trees. And I love the trees. We, we loved the trees. It's one of the reasons why we bought the house. But all of the trees ended up being diseased. So we've re- replanted, but with that, we've also had an opportunity to add more nature back into our yard. And listen, when I, when I talk about nature, I'm talking about adding little habitats in areas of native bushes, native trees, native flowers, some not native, okay? I'm not a 100% a purist, but I've just added all of these things back in. What that has also created is less lawn. So now, speaking just on my time, me and my husband's time, uh, we spend far less time mowing grass. I mean, Listen, I know a lot of people, they find that to be very relaxing. They love mowing their grass. They just zone out, whether you're listening to a podcast, which hopefully it's mine, or you're listening to music or whatever. Maybe you're just completely zoning out and mowing. I do understand that. But the typical suburban yard, okay, this is something that is kind of a curiosity to me. The typical suburban lot is ideally, I'll say ideally to those that do this, they want pure green grass and pure grass, like beautiful lawn. And what's odd to me is then they're never in it. So they spend all of this money and time making the perfect lawn and I never see them outside. So kind of what was the point? So you can drive up and see green grass and drive away and think how beautiful your grass is. Uh, uh, I dig, I can dig that. Like I get it. But at the end of the day, it's done no good. And you're just wasting a bunch of time and money. The only thing perfect green grass, it benefits is like ants. You know what I mean? Ants don't really care. They have all of this lawn and it's great. But if you can reconsider this just a little bit. So to get that perfect green grass, you are needing to apply chemical fertilizers, and chemicals as far as herbicides and pesticides. So that is money. That stuff's not free. If you're applying it yourself, you've still spent money buying the product and then time where you're spreading it. So one little quick thing about that is, is is when you bring nature back into your yard, meaning pulling back a little bit on the fertilizers, the chemical herbicides and pesticides, nature kind of comes back in and it will take care of itself. I'm not going to get too down in the weeds about this because I mean, first of all, I don't know all of the 
intricacies of what will eat what and all of that. But I'm just saying that if you don't kill everything and understand that these chemical pesticides kill everything. So this is another thing that when I talk to folks about this subject and, you know, just naturally we're talking about butterflies and all of our lawns and all of that, I've had pepper several people say to me, you know, I used to see lightning bugs all the time and now I don't, or I used to see butterflies all the time and now I don't. Well, that's because number one, you're not going to see butterflies in your yard if you do not provide food for them, which means nectar producing native flowers. Um, You're not going to see lightning bugs because you've killed them with all of the chemicals you've dumped on your lawn. And that's effect. So I I don't think anybody means to do that. You're just trying to get rid of your weeds. And I totally understand that. But all of the helpful critters that were in that grass get killed also. So if you can just consider pulling back a little bit, or at least switching to a truly organic uh, lawn company, that would be even better. So then if we move on and think about ways where you can reduce your lawn. So We have reduced our lawn by about 75% and it's not a hot mess. Everything is very structured because I like to play well with others. I don't want people driving by my house and thinking, ugh, that is a mess. I would never do that. Like I want people to look at our lawn and say, gosh, that looks, that looks beautiful. I might want to do something like that. So everything based on your ability, whether that's your ability with time, money, or physical ability. Okay. So maybe just consider for this upcoming season into spring, maybe talking about the walkway up to your uh, front porch. Maybe you can add a little bit more landscaping to that, like making it a little bit bigger, reducing the size of the lawn around the sidewalk. Maybe you just add about 12 more inches width around your sidewalk that you can add some native flowers in. Or like I started out in my backyard, you take one corner of your yard and plant some more bushes. Okay. So I I think that in a lot of neighborhoods where they have HSAs, did I say that right? HOAs. I didn't think that was right. HSA is my health savings account and HOA, your homeowners association. So they don't allow you to have uh, fences. So maybe you can add a little bit more of a privacy barrier with whatever kind of plants, like I'm talking small trees, large bushes that you're allowed to have and create a little corner. So if you're visualizing this, cause you don't see me on YouTube, you're just listening to this. Where your property ends, you just get a little grouping. So let's let's think about this in like a half circle, in a tri- you know what I'm saying, like a like an ice cream cone. You have the corner in the you have the the cone in the corner, and then it rounds out to a circle. You add like a larger bush tree thing, a little bit shorter of a bush, and then a few flowers. So that will it's really not going to keep your lawn or your yard that private, but you will have created one corner of a habitat with native plants. And that's a little bit less lawn that you have to mow and you've done a little bit more good. Maybe you're now attracting a few more butterflies. Some birds will go in and out of that bush as some shelter and it's not too much for you to take care of because those bushes will come back every year, obviously. And the flowers that you planted are perennials, native perennials, and those will come back every year. So once you do the initial work, then you don't have to keep up on that as much every year. And so if you're with me so far, 
in that corner or around your sidewalk in, up to your front porch. G- gone are the days where we dig up all that um, soil. Like you don't dig up all the grass. I have done that and it sucks. Like that's a lot of work. Anyway, the way we do it now is called a sheet mulch. And you take, just map out where you want to add a little bit more of a habitat, a little less lawn, and you take cardboard and you put that on top of the grass and that will kill out the grass. You wet it down. So your, your grass, and then you add the cardboard and then you wet it down and then you put garden soil on top of that and then whatever you'd like to plant on top of that. And that's it. So it's really pretty easy, but you can inch by inch or foot by foot, add a little bit more. That's what happened to me. And so you end up brainwashing yourself and then you have a whole lot less lawn and a whole bunch more flowers and bushes. And then the real fun happens because you have all these birds and butterflies and praying mantises and all of these things that come into your yard and it gets much more enjoyable. So I would just encourage you to think about that. How can you add in a little bit more nature and wipe out a little bit more lawn. There's still plenty of lawn to be had for you to have beautiful green grass, but um, just step by step and uh, you'll, you'll see that you will actually enjoy your yard, your space a whole lot more. So again, I thank you for listening. If you have any questions, hit me up on social media. I will also have a post about this on my uh, website, backyardcolumbus.com, with a download that you can get uh, a PDF of lawn reduction. So that's it. Thank you.